Oh, and that's a brilliant effort. And they've turned it right around. The Saudi Football Podcast, a brand new weekly show brought to you by Arab News. Well, it hardly needs saying, but a revolution has taken place in Saudi football and we will be there every step of the way to bring you the latest happenings and the results, of course, from the Saudi Pro League. It's been an unprecedented summer. Transfer window has just been going absolutely crazy. It's one that shaped not just Saudi and Asian football, but the global game as well. Okay, now, Ali, before we get started and we get really into the details of this weekend's big start to the season. We've got a special guest. So without further ado, it's my great pleasure uh, to, to welcome to the podcast, uh, Filippo Ricci from Gazzetta della Sport. Uh, welcome, Filippo. Hi there. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for being a guest and taking the time. We know how busy you are. We know uh, that, that you're in Saudi. So I just wanted to ask you in, b- between Ali and myself and get a little feel for the excitement that's building for the new season. Uh, what are your thoughts in general on what's happening with Saudi football? A revolution. I think that's the word. I've never seen something like that. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm reporting on football uh, since the early 90s. So it's 30 years now. And I've never seen uh, anything like that. You know, the, the, uh, I've uh, experienced, uh, you know, the, the great AC Milan buying players, the Dutch players, or, you know, Real Madrid buying the Galacticos. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, you know, PSG, you know, uh, paying uh, the, the mere uh, amount of money for Neymar, 222 millions. And then we had uh, Manchester City, whatever, the Premier League. Now Chelsea, you know, uh, the spending spree last uh, January. But this, this is amazing. This is something that we have uh, never experienced. Uh, Filippo, I know you're obviously you were in Taif and now you're in Jeddah. You were uh, you watched some of the King uh, King Salman Cup matches. You know, what is your impression of the standard of uh, Saudi football now that w- with the additions uh, that we've seen? Yeah. Uh, we have to be cautious here. I watched one game yesterday night. I watched the uh, derby Al Shabab uh, um, Al Hilal. And it was fun. It was uh, there was a great atmosphere. Obviously, there was a, you know a good point. The weather, <laughs> only twenty seven degrees. Uh, you know yeah. that that's good. That's good to play. I want to see these uh, players. Uh, you know, coming from Europe and uh, uh, playing at this uh, level of um, yeah hotness. So I would say the the, the 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 weather is terrible. The temperature. I I, I came to Riyadh. I, fl- I flew to Riyadh from Andalusia. So not exactly Iceland, okay? <laughs> and I found it amazing. I'm, I'm I covered a lot of African Cup of Nations, so you know I'm not uh, not northern, and, uh, you know, without experience of uh, hot weather, and I find this, yeah, unbearable. I think there is no other word. So I want to see uh, when we talk about the quality of football, we have to bear this in mind uh, because it's very hot. Um, uh, tomorrow's game in uh, in Jeddah will be uh, in this weather. That uh, let's see, let's see how the players react. Uh, from what I've seen yesterday, as I said, a uh, funny game, um, entertaining, great atmosphere. The, the stadium was, uh, was full and was, uh, you, know, uh, you know, very happy. And um, so I watched one game and 
um, again, I think we cannot judge now because it's just starting and most of the players are arriving now. Let's say Alali just signed Kessier. I don't think he will play tomorrow. I don't know. He's fit, so he can play, but I don't know if he will be in the squad or not. But all the others, yeah, okay, there are some players that have arrived now um, since a couple of months, but many players have just arrived. So I think to judge the level of the of the Saudi Pro League, we will have to wait at least one or two months. And um, possibly even more when the weather will be like, a bit more nice <laughs> to the players, uh, we, we can really have the feeling of how things are going. Filippo, are you going to keep, be keeping an eye on uh, for the rest of the season? Obviously, at the start, there's a bit, a lot of excitement. After a few weeks, maybe, as you mentioned, a couple of months, maybe everything will settle down after the transfer window closes. Is it something that you're going to be keep following? And do you think the, the international audience will also keep following what's happening in South <laughs> That's the big question. Uh, I hope I can uh, keep following it. I, I'm the correspondent in Spain, so I follow La Liga normally. Uh, but let's see. Uh, from uh, I'm, uh, I'm the first uh, European journalist to come here, so my newspaper has shown great interest, and uh, uh, we are, you know, giving lots of space to the Saudi Pro League. But obviously, we we'll have to see uh, two things. First, when the other uh, this week, the Premier League will start, La Liga will start, and then Serie A, Bundesliga, and you know, uh, the, the French league is starting. You know? So let's see when uh, European football will be at full steam with the Champions League how much interest we, we, can, we can have for the Saudi Pro League. I think, first of all, there is a problem of time. <laughs> we, we, we don't live, uh, you know, for 36 hours a day. We have 24 hours and most of the games coincide. Uh, Premier League, has, I think, has clever, a clever timing. But uh, let's say for La Liga, our games are at night because it's hot like here. So, you know, the games are at night. In Italy, it's the same. So we'll have to see after the market. Uh, you know, the, the, this um, spending spree, the frenzy for all the signings. What will stay? You know, the, it's difficult to say it now. I, I expect, you know, a downfall in the interest. But let's see. Let's see how it goes. And, uh, you know, the fact that they've uh, um, sold uh, their the TV rights in uh, 170 countries, obviously, uh, um, you know, it means something. But um, then how many people will watch these games? I don't know now. Right. Fascinating. One to keep an eye on. Listen, Filippo, we do this with every guest we have on and, 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 and you don't escape. But give us a prediction that you think for, for, for the season in Saudi. What, what do you think uh, we can expect to see in a broader sense? You're, you're quite right. The season hasn't really started, but I'm after a sort of a feeling from your side. So like any, maybe, any predictions? Yeah, like maybe yeah. you think... Which players you might think might do good and obviously which clubs as well? Um, okay, first of all, I think we are here on uh, two levels. The four big teams, two from Jeddah, two from Riyadh, you know, have an advantage. You know, the, the market is, is clearly there. You know, uh, you, you can't compare what, have, what the, the big four have bought to the others. So I think this will uh, ex- excavate kind of a, a, you know, a, a separation mark between the... The big, the big four and the others. Um, then we'll have to see who of all these big players that have come, that have come in numbers, will adapt best, better. <laughs> because it's not, it's, it's not the same for everyone. We, we have seen players doing well in La Liga and very badly in Serie A and the contrary. So um, the, the weather is an issue. So let's see who is, is going to adapt better than the others. 
and um, also because the weather doesn't mean the, the game itself it means the training and then um, so it, it's a new routine it's completely different the families have to settle uh, it, it's a new country so there are many many things that can change the performance so we can have you know a players that we don't expect that will perform at uh, you know at its best level and some of the big names uh, you know not to do that well Having said that, I will uh, jump off the fence, and I will. I think that uh, Al Nasr uh, has done um, the best uh, um, uh, market uh, market transfers, and also they have Ronaldo. I, I think yesterday I saw the other game on TV. I saw the the, uh, the um, Al Shorta Al Nasr game on TV. Ronaldo is not what he was, but he still scored four goals in five games, and. Uh, and he has, uh, I think, he has a driving force. You know, it's like a, you know, an old player that is not in his prime, is not what he was, but he can still, you know, um, push the others. And uh, with Sadio Mane and Brozovic, I think that they have uh, they have a slight advantage. Then I want to see Ali Tihad. They went out in the King Salman Cup, so that was a bit of a surprise, and. Um, and Ali Lal is interesting. Yeah, we we have a, a big test on Saturday, the final in yeah. Taif. I will be there. I will go in to watch the the, the final of the King Salman Cup. It's already a big test. Let's say again, it's in the summer. It's uh, they've just arrived, but I think uh, you know. Yeah, the, the big four are uh, are clearly favourite, and between the four, I will go for Al Nasr. Brilliant stuff. Listen, absolutely fascinating insight from Filippo. All we ask is that we catch up with you later on in the season and we can see how these predictions are coming along from us. But first and foremost, uh, a big thank you uh, to Filippo Ricci from Gazeta della Sport for joining us. Thanks so much. Ali Khaled, where to begin? Hi, Peter. It's good to be back and uh, it's good to start this new podcast uh, where we'll be focusing on Saudi football and on the Saudi league. I mean, it is the world's number one football story uh, and has been all summer. Um, incredible stuff, really, Peter. As you said, unprecedented, uh, you know, transfer window, not just in this part of the world. I mean, uh, but globally, initially, we were saying how Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, joining Al Nasser at the end of last year was such big news that, you know, it brought attention to the Saudi league. But, you know, this, there's been a sort of a, like a domino effect, a knock-on effect. And what's happened this summer has just taken it to a completely new level. Um, it's, uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, the players that, that have come in, Sadio Mane uh, from, uh, from Bayern Munich, you know, Riyad Mahrez from Manchester City, Jordan Harrison from Liverpool, Fabinho from Liverpool uh, as well. Um, it's you know it's uh, top of their you know, game players, Ali. This isn't this isn't a, a league that, with all due respect to anywhere else in the world, where people are thinking, you know, I can slow down and make it. These are top 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 level players. Are, this absolutely. I mean, you know, this is you know even with Cristiano, of course, like being you know the superstar that he is. People were still saying, well, you know, it, maybe it's near the, the end of his career. But the signings since then have been players in their prime, uh, playing in some of the top leagues for some of the biggest and richest clubs in, in, in world football, you know. I mean, someone like Riyad Mahrez has just won the Champions League, you know, playing at a very high level, playing for Pep Guardiola's, Pep Guardiola's Manchester City, uh, and, you know, he's he's moved to Saudi, you know. It's just, you know, it's been like one player after another, you know, uh, uh, Sergei Malinkovic-Savic from, from Italy. Uh, it's 
uh, N'Golo Kante, Koulibaly, Eduardo Mandi, all from Chelsea. It's been, uh, you know, relentless. And, um, you know, as you say, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to know where to look uh, with, um, you know, with all these signings that are coming in. Literally, we could probably do three hours on this because of all the players. I can't keep up with who you, every there's there's some brilliant things within Arab news to help us keep up to date with all of the the, the new players because the fans are going to be so excited. But with so much to cover ahead of the the Friday's big kickoff, I suppose we should start with last season's Saudi champions Al Ittihad. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, look, Al Ittihad. You know, the previous season um, under uh, former Wolves manager and former Tottenham manager uh, uh, Nuno Espirito Santo had gotten close and then really let it slip. Um, you know, the, the, the title was, was in the sides and, and they let it, let it slip. It was a massive disappointment for the Jeddah club. And uh, they came back strongly uh, in, in this season, this past season. And uh, they, you know, Ended a 14-year drought to winning this. I mean, like for for a club of Al Ittihad's size, that was you know borderline unacceptable. And finally, you know, yes. like uh, you know, they were, and, and I mean, we've seen we've seen the footage of their fans, absolutely incredible. You know, like you know, full stadiums, uh, massive banners and tifos, incredibly passionate fans. So that was great. And now, you know, obviously they they will want you know to reiterate you know their uh, you, know, you know their supremacy. Uh, and they were the first out of the block by uh, following uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, arrival. They signed Karim Benzema, and again, you know, that added more prestige to the league, and which led to all the you know the, the signings that have come in its way. But you know, they've got Karim Benzema, they've got Ngokane, they've got the Celtic, and obviously they've got Fabinho from Liverpool. You know, so I mean, you know, uh, strengthening while ahead you know doesn't get much better than that you know they will be right up there again uh one of the favorites uh, uh to win to win the league absolutely listen we were talking just before just before we went on air um we both agreed that you know losing their domestic and asian titles will not have gone down well with al halal we expect them to come storming back uh, we we certainly do uh, peter we were both saying how uh, certainly, like their uh, um, their involvement in the Champions League last year and uh, the Asian Champions League, and in the Club World Cup, you know, sort of maybe distracted them slightly from their uh, title defence. Uh, and in the end, obviously, they fell uh, short. Uh, you know, Al Hilal consider themselves the biggest club in Saudi, the biggest club in in uh, in Asia, and they lost both those titles. You know, this, as you said, will not have gone down well within the club it wouldn't have gone down well with the players themselves you know i think you know they've strengthened just as much as Aliti had you know they like i said we mentioned Milinkovic Savic uh, the serbian uh, from Lazio a, a fantastic footballer who manchester united wanted you know ruben neves has come from uh, from wolves as well the Port, uh, the portuguese uh, Koulibaly. possibly one of my favorite signings neves uh, neves and, 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 yeah a really underrated signings. And again, one of the first ones, you know, like considering his age, you know, mid-20s, you know, just over, uh, you know, past his mid-20s, uh, you know, really served notice that this they're not just signing, third, uh, clubs are not just signing players in their 30s, nearly the end of their careers, they're signing players in their prime. Koulibaly has come from Chelsea. Malcolm, the Brazilian forwards, come from Zenit. You know, Al-Hilal are, they're going to come uh, storming back, as you said. Look, every time Al-Hilal, you know, tr- 
standards drop marginally and, and they lose out on the title, they usually come back very, very strongly. They're very determined. And I think, you know, it, it's hard to separate Al-Nasr and Al-Hilal at the moment, uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, favorites. I think, you know, we can ex- expect Al-Hilal to come back really strongly and be very determined to get back the title they lost. And of course, throw into the mix, Cristiano Ronaldo's Al-Nasr. Now it's added Sadio Mane. I mean, you talk about two legendary players. There's there's two straight off the belt. Could this be the year? They got so close last season. And I remember there was a couple of games towards the end where Ronaldo's frustration was visible at his teammates, that there was a nil-nil draw, that they, they did everything but score that game. So could it be? Could they run it close this time? I, th- I think definitely, in, and you, you look at uh, you know the, the players that they've signed to join Ronaldo. Already a very very strong team. Taliska is a fantastic footballer, you know, and, and he was one of the top scorers in the league last year. Um, you know, so already they had a, a very strong uh, team. They fell short in the end, to as you say, much to uh, Ronaldo's frustrations. Uh, and they have, you know, again, they have strengthened just like the other two. Marcelo Brozovic has come, uh, uh, the Croatian has joined. Seko, uh, Seko Fofana, the, uh, the Ivory Coast defender from Lens. Alex Telles, the Brazilian from Manchester United. And of course, Sadio Mane, you know, like a massive, massive sign. One of the biggest of the summer uh, coming from Bayern Munich. He, he did not have a good time in Germany, but what a coup this is for Al Nasser. I think uh, they will see themselves certainly as, as you know, uh, up there with the other two, uh, challenging for the title. <clears throat> and the, the massive disappointment of missing out last year will, will drive them on, you know. And, and again, we're, we're getting a scenario here where these, these clubs in Saudi Arabia that are strengthening, you know, it's a bit like the top of the English Premier League. You know, you, 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 know, you think, you know, some, a few clubs are going to be massively disappointed, you know, because yeah. they've put, you know, so much into recruitment, so much into like going for the title. You know, this is not, these aren't clubs that are going to accept finishing second, third or fourth, getting into the Continental Champions League. You know, they, they all went, want to win the title and there's going to be a few uh, disappointed clubs. Superb for the fans, though. Absolutely brilliant. God, I mean, they literally... I've, I'm absolutely buzzing for, for, for the start of the season for this. And, uh, you know, we've been, we've been waiting to launch the podcast and the excitement, even within the studio and even within Arab News, has been absolutely palpable. So we're, we're there. We're, we're almost there. Yeah, just a quick point on on you mentioned the fans, Pete. You know, it's not just fans in Saudi Arabia and the region. You know, like we've you know we've got news. You know, we ran it in Arab News uh, recently. You know, like uh, you know, broadcasters all around the world are uh, you know are, are subscribing to the Saudi League now, and it's going to be shown in like over twenty six countries. You know, these are the ones that we know about. It's going to be shown in the UK and uh, across Europe, obviously across Asia. Across the Middle East, you know, there's it, it's it's taken the whole, um, you know, uh, the the Saudi it's taken the Saudi Premier League to a whole new level, really. You know, like I think uh, the perception of the league, according to players, according to fans, according to the media, uh, the global media has completely changed. We'll see them all. Listen, let's touch on the rest, Ali, because you know, obviously we've talked about the big guns. We've mentioned some huge names already. But what, what's your thoughts on the rest of the teams? In the well, league? I mean. Yeah, I mean, the, the obvious one is the, the next uh, in line uh, is Al-Ahli. Uh, now, Al-Ahli, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a very, very, you know, 
interesting story in the sense that they were playing in the they were relegated two seasons ago, playing in the in the, in the second tier last year, got promoted, but have strengthened massively as well, uh, and uh, so that basically, you know, they. Although they've just come up, they will be considered one of the favorites to finish in, in the in the and maybe in the top four, you know. Uh, so you've got obviously Roberto Firmino uh, came from Liverpool, Riyad Mahrez, who I already mentioned, I, I, you know, the Algerian uh, star is it, for me is one of the biggest uh, signings in a sense. He's just won the Champions League, you know, and you know to actually leave Manchester City and come to uh, Al Ahly is, is, is a massive, massive coup for them, you know. Uh, Edward Mandy, the, the Chelsea goalkeeper, joined as well. Uh, another massive signing. And one of your old favourites, uh, Pete, Alan Saint-Maximin uh, yep. from Newcastle, you know. Uh, he's, uh, again, I mean, you know, it was only, you know, last year that he was considered, you know, Newcastle's Biggest hope, really, you know, like when, when in the days when Eddie Howe first joined, Alice, you know, Alan St. Maximus was, I wouldn't say carrying the team, but he was he was the talisman of the team, you know, and and now you know he's he'll be playing in Saudi again. What what a massive uh, signing! I think Alahli will be very strong. I think they will, as you say, challenge for the top four. I don't think they'll challenge for the title. Uh, I think they might just fall short of that, just purely because of the strength of the the other. Uh, uh, the other clubs, although again, when you look at the forward line of Firmino and Mahrez and Saint Maximin, that's frightening. That is really, really frightening. Uh, the best of the rest, uh, Steven Gerrard's Ittifak, you know, very, very interesting project they've got. Um, uh, you know, it, it's going to be tough. For, project, uh, can, we, I was, can we can we be honest? I think he's going to find it tough. He has preseason. He has, and I think I think it's it is a very challenging uh, project because. Unlike the other, uh, you know, the first three we mentioned and Al-Ahli, you know, possibly Al-Shabaab, you know, or the three, the, the, sort of the, the, the big five in, in Saudi Arabia. Ittifaq is just outside that, you know, and, you know, so any improvement will be, uh, will be a great, huge credit to Steven Gerrard and, and his team. Uh, but it will be tough. It'll be, it's going to be tough to break into that top five or top four. But, you know, they're giving it a good shot. You know, they've signed Jordan Henderson from Liverpool, you know, Liverpool captain as well, and, and a former teammate, uh, former teammate of Gerrard's, Moussa Dembele, the French striker from Lyon, Jack Henry, a Scotland defender from Bruges. You know, these are, these are like players that Steven Gerrard really knows well. You know, he's, he's signing players that he trusts. He's, uh, uh, um, I think he's being very smart with his, uh, with his recruitment. You know, I think like, particularly Jordan Henderson as a leader will be great for the club. Uh, I think also, you know, we heard him speak uh, both Henderson and Gerard a few days ago saying that they will be relying on the local players as well. You know, they're, they're like, they're focusing on developing talent and which will be very welcome. Uh, in great Saudi message. As well. yeah, great message. Great message. Yeah. Listen, just to try and put into context how big this is, it's 15 minutes into this podcast, Ali, before we can even mention the likes of Firmino, Mares, and one of the most famous clubs, Al Ahly. 15 minutes in. That yeah. gives you a sense of, of the enormity of what's going down in, in Saudi football. Um, Absolutely, Pete. I mean, this, you know, in previous seasons, just one of those signings, like a Firmino or an Alan Sam Maximan, you know, would have been the biggest news of uh, of the transfer window, would have been the biggest news of the summer. Uh, just one of these players coming to Saudi, possibly at the end of their careers. And here we are, as you mentioned, with the, the, the clubs are signing these players, and the, many of them, I mean, yeah, sure, Firmino, maybe his peak years, 
are slightly behind him, but these are all still top top players who have been, you know just coming straight from the Premier League. And, he and as into you said, the Premier League still. Yeah, Bobby they, Fabinho, sorry. Abs- yeah, he'll walk into most clubs in the Premier League. So uh, yeah, incredible stuff, you know, uh, as you say, and yeah. So the fact that they are down the list and 15 minutes in, we're you know until we get to them, you know, it says something about the recruitment elsewhere. Speaking of legendary names, we spoke with Dubai-based journalist Matt Monahan about his thoughts on the new season, and here's what he had to say. The Motion Saudi League campaign, unlike no other, is about to begin, and there's just so much to get into. We've got Karim Benzema, champions Ali Sihad, up against his former Real Madrid teammate Cristiano Ronaldo, who is determined to get his hands on the trophy of Al Nasser. The throne holders Al Halal have been making signings, and what a splash they've made with Ruben Neves, SMS, Khalidou Koulibaly, and Malcolm elsewhere. The heralded return of Hartley after a season away. And they return with Riyad Mahrez, Eduard Mendy, Roberto Firmino amongst their signings. And with the prospect of much more to come with Frank Kessie joining the party recently. You look elsewhere in the division, we have the British experiment at Etifak with Steven Gerrard at the helm and his players, including, of course, John Henderson and Jack Hendry. How will perennial dark horses Al Tawun get on without their assist machine Kaku? Slava Bilic returns to the kingdom with Al Fateh. Amongst his signings, Belgian defender Jason Denier. Al Shabab, they still have the timeless Argentine midfielder, Eva Benega. And we've seen that continued ability to run midfields during the King Salmon Club Cup. Also, if you look at the relegated sides, Al made some smart additions with Alex Collado and Florentin Asset. They could spring a surprise or two. But ultimately, football for, for so long has been so Europe-centric. And now this is the moment to show the passion that exists, the unbridled passion for the game in Saudi Arabia with superstar signings on the pitch and so many twists and turns to come. This is the most exciting competition, arguably, in the whole of world football and I cannot wait to see how events unfold in the months ahead. Matt Monaghan there. Fantastic. Ali, listen, while we're focused on the SPL, there are other things to keep one eye on because everything is focused on this, but there's a lot going on as well this season, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, Pete. First, of, first and foremost, is you know we will we will be keeping an eye on uh, the uh, you know the Saudi national team, of course, and uh, all the challenges that they've got coming up. You know, there's uh, there's obviously the 2026 uh, World Cup qualifiers start soon. There's the 2027 AFC champion, uh, AFC Asian Cup, which is being held in Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, there's so obviously pl- plenty of. Uh, uh, friendly matches plenty of qualifiers so we will be keeping an eye on on the, the the national team we'll be keeping an eye on women's football in saudi as well pete you know they, they there's the pre, the women's premier league which uh, kicked off last year and really the improvement in it uh, it, it was it, something to to see really i mean uh, considering what had gone on before the women's football in Saudi Arabia really kicked off in 2019. There was a couple of there was a, there was the regional league the previous season. Last season's Premier League took it to a whole new level, and I think you know uh, there's a lot of excitement uh, about this coming season. They've signed a lot of uh, uh, foreigners, probably not as much as the men's league, but uh, there are some really uh, big players coming from Europe. There's big players who, who played in uh, recently in the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup. Uh, for Morocco and other nations, they will be playing in the uh, Saudi Women's League. So that's quite big as well. And we'll be keeping an eye on, on all things Saudi football, uh, of course. Brilliant. You're going to be a very, very busy sports editor. And and as well, and as well, you know, like uh, while we've, we've been, obviously, it is called Dowry, the, the Saudi football podcast. But we will be keeping an eye on, uh, you know, 
big news around the Middle East and around, um, uh, you know, Arab football in general as well and Asian football. And, you know, the, you know the, the exploits of, you know, our favorite Arab footballers abroad, you know, like people like uh, Ashraf Hakimi, people like Mo Salah, you know. So we will be keeping an eye on, on all things Arab football, but obviously our focus will be Saudi football. Before I go into the next segment, just tell us, Ali, because we do have, of course, we've got our We've got our Arab sports fans, we know, but we've got a lot of Asian uh, and Western fans as well. Tell us about the name of the podcast. Dowry. So, yeah, so, so Dowry is, uh, it, it literally means league. Uh, and it's, um, but it's, it's, uh, it's a very uh, commonly used uh, word uh, in, Arab, in Arabic football, in Arab football and among Arabic speakers. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it could be a mean title, it can mean league. Uh, it, it's like I mean, in Italy, they will like uh, Filippo would 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 have uh, known that it's like it's like calcio in in Italy, uh, sure. you know, it's something like that, you know. So uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very common name, and hopefully it'll become more common and, and known to everyone, you know. And uh, so yeah, we 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 thought this would would captures captures what's happening in uh, in Saudi Arabia quite well. Captures it absolutely perfect, Ali. Great name, great. It's just so exciting to be on it. Listen, as we're going to be doing every week, Ali, here's Arab News, a very own uh, Khaled Al Arafa giving us his report from the ground. Hi, Ali. Hi, Peter. It's really good to be back. The season is uh, starting soon. Can't wait for Friday, the kickoff. We also, uh, the opening ceremony that uh, took place in Jeddah a couple of days ago that the SPL did. We saw the coaches of each team, the big stars of uh, each team as well. To be honest with you, I've been covering the Saudi League since 2001. I'm really always, I'm always interested, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's our game, the football, but this year really seems to be different. Seeing all those football stars uh, being here in Saudi, uh, everybody in uh, Europe, uh, in Asia, North America, all these TV channels are covering the Saudi League this year. Uh, gives us uh, this feeling that it's going to be really different. we all uh, interested, and uh, I'm going to be attending uh, each week. I'm going to be attending a match. Uh, hopefully, I'll give you a brief uh, every episode that you guys uh, make. Wish you all the best, guys, in uh, this uh, new podcast. And uh, hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy the Russian League this year. And good luck again. Great to hear from Khaled, as we will be doing. As I said just earlier, we'll be hearing from Khaled regularly. But as always, one thing that doesn't change on an Arab News podcast is the final word goes to Ali Khaled, our Arab News sports editor. Just summing it all up, Ali, are you excited for the new season? Very excited, Peter. I think uh, we all are. I think, you know, so many fans around the world are as well. As we mentioned, you know, like I think it's, it's, uh, it's probably the first time that the Saudi League you know, has had international appeal of this level, you know. I know, obviously, uh, we know a lot of people who have interested, uh, have had interest in the Saudi League in previous uh, years, but uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, something completely new. Uh, to the players themselves, I think to the fans, uh, to the media, to the, to the regional media as well, the interest from abroad is massive, and I think uh, it's very exciting. It's good to see. Um, I think the knock-on effect uh, for the rest of the, uh, the Middle East and Arab football will be positive. 
you know i think when we look back and uh, things settle down i think the the, the knock-on effect will be massively positive i think in coming weeks we will be doing uh, our famous predictions peter but for now we look forward to the, st- the kickoff of the season on friday and uh, when we come back next week we will discuss all the you know the action uh, from the first round of matches and for us and for you guys listening it's absolutely fantastic because Arab Muse is the epicenter of, of, what, of what goes on in Arab sport around the world. So it really has, football has come home this weekend as it starts. That's it for the first episode of Dowry. Join us again next week. Until then, have a great weekend.